Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um, so this episode, I want to... There's actually two stories that I want to share. But I think these two stories, they share a singular theme, which is it happened in a car park, right? So the first story is an email that I received um, from this gentleman, um, who I shall not name. <laughs> okay, so this story actually happened in Bedok North. Sabah, 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 Sabah. Ada, ada, ada. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So he says that this happened to him in a Bedok North car park, right? So it's an open car park. Um, and he said that this place is very well known for stories where people are able to see um the shrouded thing, right? So he says that this is around Bedok North, five hundred plus punya playground, um, or the car park where there's this huge tree. And if you were to ask um, Bedok North folks who live around the area, they would know exactly which car park this is. I personally have not been there, so I wouldn't know. Um, but for those of you who live around there, so this happened in that car park. All right? um, so this is a personal experience that he shared with me. And it happened a few years back. So he said, um, so he's actually a rider. He has his own moto, but sometimes he rents um, a car um, to maybe run errands or like maybe ferry people around or whatsoever so it happened it just so happened that on that day he rented a car alright so he went out until till late at night and he reached home at around 3 in the morning and um, when he came back home he entered the car park so he said that at the point of time the car park was full um, except for this one um, on the right side of this um, huge tree so there's an empty slot there so he parked his car there, right? So at the, at the point of time, he didn't think very much about it. He just wanted to get back home. I was really, very sleepy. I wanted to go home and sleep, right? Um, so he just parked the car there. Uh, he just parked the car there, correct? Sorry. And then he went up to his house. When he was at the front door, he realized that his house keys was not with him, all right? So basically what happened is his house key and his um, moto key um, are together and because he wasn't riding on that day the keys the bunch of keys was inside his house so he tried calling for his brother from the window at 3am because he didn't want to wake up anyone um, but the brother he said my brother didn't wake up so I wanted to give him a phone call and just nice my phone battery flat so I cannot enter the house so I decided to just go down again and sleep in the car right until morning um, because the, the the only key that he's had that he has is the the car keys, so okay, never mind. So he said battery flat, whatever, whatever. Um, he's just gonna sleep in the car. So he went back to the car. He said, "I remembered. I switched on the car engine. I switched on the aircon for a while to um cool the interior inside. So after about ten minutes, I switched off the engine. All right, and then I lower the window slightly." And then I light down, right? So basically, the he was sitting at the driver's seat, the the um, what do you call that? The seat was was reclined, lah, right? And I was lying down. So he says, "I tried to sleep." Um, in the midst of trying to sleep, he heard scratching sound at the back of the car. So so he said, "I got up and I looked to the rearview mirror. There's nothing." I looked behind. I actually turned my head. Nothing. So I thought to myself, must be a cat or something. So I lied down again. I tried to sleep. And then again, he heard the scratching sound. 
scratch, 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 scratch. By the time I knew something is not right, okay, so I just screamed loudly. I said, "Jangan kacau aku, aku tak kacau kau. Aku cuma nak tidur je kat sini." He said in in Malay. He said, "Do not disturb me. I'm not disturbing you. I just want to sleep here tonight." So he said some prayers and he tried to sleep again, right? And then the scratching sound continued. He said it continued. So this time I bought budu. He said this time round I just I didn't pay any mind to that scratching sound because I'm really very tired and I've already told off that thing, you know, um, whatever it is. So he didn't open his eyes, and this is the most freaky part. Okay, and inside his heart he was just praying and saying um, whatever prayers that he can he can he can think of lah, you know. And he said, "Guess what, Hafiz? I heard." The door unlocked, and he said, "You know what went through my mind that time? I was panicking as hell. I was like, 'Eh, aku tak lock pintu ke tadi? Lock ke tak eh? Dah lock kan? He's like, 'Did I lock the car? I lock right? Or did I not lock the car? So I forced myself to open my eyes, and he says, 'This is why he. This is why he said, 'Okay, guess what? Tak tipu Hafiz, demi Allah.'" You know what I saw? I saw this lembaga hitam, tak nampak muka, rambut panjang, duduk kat passenger seat sebelah, facing in front. Translation. Guess what? I'm not lying to you, Hafiz. In God's name. You know what I saw? I saw this black apparition. Cannot see the face. The hair was long. And this thing was just seated at the passenger seat, facing in front. So he said I was in a lying position. So at this point of time, only God knows what I was feeling. He said jantung macam nak macam nak tercabut. He said I felt like my heart was going to fall out of my chest. You know. So I closed back my eyes. I remember clearly. I baca ayat kursi. He said I I remember clearly um, reciting this specific prayer. I was at my wit's end at the point of time, and then I just continued. Um, Praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. Um, you know what he heard? He heard the voice, and that thing actually said, "Engkau buat apa kat sini?" That thing said, "What are you doing here?" So I didn't know what to do. I just, I just slept. I, I just, I just closed my eyes and I just continued, macam you know, um, praying. And then the last part, I know, I remember, I just shouted, "Allahu Akbar." God is great, and I open my eyes, and then that thing was just nothing. That's it. He said I felt so exhausted, but at the same time I felt very tired, you know. But you wouldn't believe it. I actually didn't even go up. I continued sleeping in that car all the way until seven thirty in the morning, and then I went back home. So he said I can never forget the experience of um in that in that rented car at Bedok North punya kapak. Now. So that was his first story that, that, that I have. Um, Alright, that was a journey. Sorry, I'm I'm recording this at 3 in the morning and my eyes are keep shifting at my window because, yeah, anyways. um, The second story I want to share with you is from a friend who works as a delivery guy. So he has his own van, right? Um, And he said that this happened to him in uh, East Coast Park, Kapak F. He didn't tell me exactly which Kapak, but he said the Kapak F. Um, so he drives um, he drives a van and he says that I 
usually would macam end my day I would be with my girlfriend and then we would just go to Kapak F and then we just chill out there. We'll buy like McFlurry or whatever, you know. Um, so more often than not, he, he says that you will find me there lah, you know, at Kapak F and then we'll just like switch on the aircon and then um, we'll just like again recline our seats and then we'll just talk or whatever, whatever. Around maybe around 2 to 3 a.m. we will go back lah. I will send her back home. Uh, she lives at Changi Road and then I will go back home lah, you know, he lives in Bedok. So, naturally, East Coast Park is like the safe, I don't know, I wouldn't say safe lah. The irony is not, it's not safe. The very um nice place to go lah because it's not that far for both of them, right? So, I remembered one day, um, I had an argument with my girlfriend. And we were, we, we, we bought something from McDonald's and then one thing led to another. We got into an argument, so she left. She got a grab and she left. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, F it. I'm not going to chase after you. I'm just going to continue um, chilling in my van, right? So I said, I remembered the aircon was switched on. Um, and then I switched off the aircon. I lowered down my, my window. I wanted to take a short nap because I was very tired that day. He said, aku masih ingat lagi aku buka lagu lagu um, on my phone. I switched on some songs from my, from my phone uh, Spotify. This happened last year, by the way. So he said that the way, you know how some people, when they park their car, most Singaporeans, we will park our car, the butt of the car or the, of the vehicle goes in first, right? And then the, the, the head goes out. But this time around, he said, I do not know why, for some reason, my uh, front of the car was inwards. So basically, in front of me was this Samak Samun. was like this, um, um, like, just trees lah, right? And the back is where the, the, the rest of the kapak is. So at the side of the kapak, he was at the um, the right side. It was facing this Samak Samun. It was facing this, this dense vegetation. And he said that the, the thing that, that, that was quite interesting was that when I was lowering down the um thing cup the window there were a lot of noise like people like running around and kids were like you can hear some kids laughing even though it's like late at night like the, and then he sees like there are people jogging and all that and you know how busy East Coast Park is 24-7 right so he didn't think much about it he said I could just but I saw the time it was about 1 plus lah so I just slept alright so I just sleep he said I was awoke I was awoken by the sound of something from the top of my van. The cakap macam... Macam orang tengah... Uh, jumping. Duk, 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 like that. At the, at the top of his van. So it's like, is it a bird? Or is it like an apple fell off a tree or something? But he said, I don't remember being underneath any tree. So it cannot be any... Thing that's falling on my on on my on my um van and it can't be bird shit because if it's bird shit, it can't be that loud. He says it's very loud. And then the thing stopped. He said after about macam aku dengar macam about twenty seconds the thing stopped. And he said I noticed that it was very quiet, so I actually turned. I turned and I looked at the side of my window, the one that that has been wind down. It just became very empty. Like there's no one at the beach at all. Nothing. 
zero. No one cycling, no one sitting down, no one jogging, nothing. It was really empty. He's like, eh, that's really weird. And then he heard something. He said, this is what I heard. He heard, uh, uh, coming from the front. And when he turned, he said, so he actually, so he said, I actually brought up my seat, go in front. I switch on my lights. I mean, I should switch on the engine and the lights. And guess what? Dia nampak gula-gula standing in the middle of the vegetation. Dirty, brown, just standing there. So I got really shocked. I actually switched on my engine. I went out of my of, of, of my van because I felt like I was having a panic attack. I was hyperventilating. I actually went out and that's when I saw like people. Then I'm like, eh, that's weird. He said, that's really weird because in that three seconds, I looked out the window. Tak ada orang. But when I went out, uh, when, when I saw that thing in front of me, in front of my van, and I went out, suddenly there were a lot of people. So I said, I can never forget. So I did not know whether I was dreaming or not. But he said, if I'm dreaming, how can I end up standing right outside of my van? I can't be sleepwalking, what? And I saw what I saw. For a good five seconds, I saw that thing just standing in the Samak Samun. Right in front of my van. So I can never forget that thing. I can never forget the incident. So I actually got back home. Um, I told my mom about it. Like my mom was like, "Ah, tolong kau balik buat apa? You, know, you should like, actually just hang around outside first, not go back home." But he said, "Thankfully, nothing, nothing followed back. Nothing followed him back, lah. You know, but it was something that he can never forget. Um, and then he actually <laughs> used that story to like, much um, say sorry to his girlfriend. He's like, if only my girlfriend was dead." And we didn't argue. I wouldn't have had the misfortune of seeing that thing right in front of me. But you can never forget the sound of the thing. So he says, I think it's that thing jumping on top of my van. Because the sound, you know, van, it's like a metal case, right? And it's quite it's quite thin, right? If you know what I'm talking about, normal vans. So when you step on it, it's like, dong, dong, dong. Like he said, it, it went on for like a good 20 seconds. So I was like, what the hell is happening? And then I saw it. So I can never forget that incident. And I just wanted to share this with you so that you can share with your listeners. So thank you so much uh, for sharing your your stories. Um, It's an amazing story. Thank you so much. Um, Now I'm freaked out. So I want to end this live. So till I hear from you guys again, good night everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>